Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Daily Mic Drop. I am Mike Zacchio, and as always, I appreciate you for taking some time out of your evening to spend some time and talk with me. I'm going to allow uh, a couple of seconds in here for, uh, for people to start joining. I see Darren's our first guest here tonight. I appreciate you, Darren. Thank you very much. If you uh, were here yesterday, I hope you enjoyed the show with Keita Adams, the LGBTQ relationship coach. Uh, I, th- I found it to be incredibly educational and informative. Um, just personally, I hope you anybody who did tune into the uh, the show yesterday found it to be much of the same. There is no guest tonight, but the good news is that means you could possibly be the guest. All you have to do is put a request in uh, to join the chat. If you have a question, I'll re- accept the request, whatever, pull you up to uh, ask whatever question you have. I do ask that you just kind of keep it to maybe like a, a five-minute window or so in case there are multiple people who do want to get on. Uh, possibly, yeah, I know on uh, Monday's show we didn't have anybody request to join, so you probably could have had all the time in the world, but in case there are, you know, three, four people who want to chime in with a question, I don't want to, you know, kind of keep them in the dark or anything. So, as always, I like to start off every show that I do not have a guest with a kind of like a cold opener question that's submitted to me through DMs on Instagram or TikTok. And just to kind of get the ball rolling, y'all can obviously feel free to give your opinions. If you have any questions throughout the show, you can type them in to the chat or you can feel free to request to join the chat and then I'll pull you on and then you can ask your question live to everybody. So let's see. We got uh, today's question. This one was submitted through TikTok. Uh, Why would an ex want to stay in your life even though they broke up with you and then started going out with the girl you were supposed to not worry about uh, a few weeks after the breakup? So for those of you who have followed me for whether it's days, weeks, months, years, if you're at all familiar with my work, you already know that I'm a very big proponent of the fact that I believe that exes can be friends with one another. At the very least, they can be cordial and friendly with one another if they're not actual friends. What's going on, Caitlin? Um, But I do think that there are limits to said friendship. For one, I, I believe like, you know, if anyone's crossing the lines, Obviously, if you know one of you is in a relationship or both of you and you are not respecting that person's relationship, then I think it's a it's an inappropriate arrangement that you got going on here. Also, in this case, because while I think it is possible to be friends with an ex, I don't think that it's mandatory. So like for me, I could sit there and say, you know, me and my you know ex-girlfriend broke up and I you know I could say, "Hey, you know, I would love to remain friends." If she says no, then that's and that kind of ends that. Like, I mean, I can, I could try to convince her if I want, but also like it, that's her choice to make. Just the same as if we broke up and she was like, Hey, you know, I'd love to keep in touch. And, you know, depending on what happened, whether it's just, I don't want to keep in contact with her or if I'm hurt or she did me wrong. And if I say, you know, no, I, I, I don't want to remain friends with you. Like, this is the end of our journey. You're going to go your way. You're going to, I'm going to go mine. I wish you, I always wish, wish them well in life, no matter what they've done to me or whatever. Like I always wish them well. But I also think that, you know, it's one of those things like you can kind of forgive someone, but also like I don't think that they need to remain in your lives for any particular reason. I see Nicole saying, um, yes, I agree that there are limits. Yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a hard, fast rule that like once it, they're an ex and they're quote unquote out of your life that they need to stay out, in, out of your life. Um, see, Darren, it has to be natural in my opinion. It has to be real. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, so that's what I was you know telling this person. Like, you know, I mean, it's possible because I, I try to see things from both ends because my time as a reporter, like they always come told me like, you know, there's his side, her side, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. So I sit there and think, you know, looking at the situation, although it looks very, very bad, and I feel like it's a pretty common thread in 
you know, relationships that end and one of them starts up soon with, you know, the person that you told me not to worry about. It is possible that, you know, they were platonic friends, your relationship ended, and then over, you know, the fact that it's weeks, like a, a few weeks looks really, really bad, but it is possible that over the course of those few weeks, you know, they got to talking a little bit more and that friendship crossed from platonic to more romantic, like... I think that's entirely possible. Then again, we are also in quarantine, so it's not like, you know, people are getting together, so they'd probably be talking more, so who knows? Some people, like, relationships develop through communication. It's not always like, you know, oh, they're getting together, they're getting together. Like, I look at quarantine as a perfect example. Like, if you're talking to someone and you're building that foundation, that communication, that could very well lead to something real, but, you know, if this was a few weeks going, then, like, I, and I don't know where this person is based, but I feel like the whole like country has been on lockdown for like at least a month and a half, two months. So if this has been, you know, a few weeks now, like this person, I think they probably had something kind of going on before things started up. But but also like I was telling her, like friendship is a two way street. So he can sit there and say, I want to stay in your life. That is and the other thing. But if you're hurt and you think that they did you wrong, then you can, you have every right to go, tell him to go fuck himself. Like that's just, the reality of things. I mean, you can say nicer if you want, but in a situation like this, I don't, I like to think that I'm a pretty nice guy and I'm a pretty fair guy. But if I kept hearing about like, you know, the guy that I was told not to worry about, and then we break up and then a few weeks later you're with him and then you want to kind of stay in my life. Like, I don't know how kind I would be. I would like to think that I would say like, you know, thank you, but no, thank you. Like, I wish you both well. I just wish you both well out of my life. So, um, I see Nicole saying, I think it depends on the circumstances on how the relationship was. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. Like, so I, I don't know the full context of this person's situation. Like, you know, the person that, you know, I was talking to, you know, or, or my ex, you know, were you dating for a couple of weeks and then that broke and then that relationship ended and now this person is seeing someone else in a couple of weeks. Then I don't think it's as bad. Like I, like you know, if I'm seeing someone for three weeks and then we break up and then two weeks later she's dating someone else. I don't know how mad I can get about that. Uh, but if we're dating for a few months and then they get together, it's it's worse if we're dating for a year or two or three or whatever and then they get to, you know they re up within a couple of weeks I just think it makes it look makes it look a lot worse. Um Keelan Hunter, I've been growing super close to my my guy bestie and we have feelings for each other, but I'm hesitant to jump into dating him. I feel like this is such a common thread all over the place. Like I said, I'm I'm seeing it in Instagram, you know, TikTok, I just real life, I feel like it's something that is kind of bound to happen. Like, you know, you have those friendships where eventually you catch feelings for someone else or you both catch feelings and you're like, you're either wondering, like, how do I make the move? Or or when it's the case of like, you both want to dive in, you're thinking like, you know, well, we both want this, but we also both don't want to ruin the relationship. So kind of how do we go about it? Um, so I see like Caitlin saying like, you've been growing close. Like, oh, we ha- oh, you have feelings for each other. So it seems like it's mutual. I am a proponent of love. I am a champion of love. I, I wish it on anyone and everyone who who walks this earth. Um, so that's why I always say, like, you know, you can't find love without, you know, putting yourself out there. Like, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, you can't fall in love without taking that leap of faith first. Um, so that's why I always tell people, like, you know, jump and you and you hope that someone, you know, will catch you. The fact that you two have a friendship already built in, I think, is a very promising you know, part of your foundation. And then you just kind of take it from there. I, I look at, you know, my relationship, my relationship with Shannon and more importantly than anything else, like 
I consider her my best friend. Like I tell her everything and, and you know, yes, we were casually seeing each other, but like we were also friends. I, I truly considered her a friend. And then when we started dating, she was one of my best friends. And like now, like there's, I don't know that there's anything that she doesn't know. Um, obviously anything that she's ever wanted to know, I tell her, but I, I genuinely consider her my best friend. Like if that's why, like if we ever broke up, like it wouldn't just hurt from a, you know, Beyonce standpoint of like, hello. Did you say you consider me your best friend? Yes. Aww. See, and here she is. You scared the shit out of me by opening the door, by the way. Um, I just walked past and I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, pardon the rude interruption. Um, but no, so, like, that's why it would hurt, like, not just from a standpoint of, like, you know, we were engaged. Like, I thought this was my wife and I thought this was the mother of my children. I thought this is the person I was going to be with forever. It would also hurt from a standpoint of, like, this was my best friend. Like, this was the person that I talked to more than anyone on the other side, I talked to her more than I talked to my parents, my I, uh, like my other friends and such, like more than my brother. Like, so losing that would would hurt like hell. So that's why I can understand people who are friends, you know, being hesitant to lose that. But I think if you go into it with the, you know, the mindset of like, hey, we're friends. There's no reason why our friendship should change. Like that's I'm a, I'm also a believer in that. Like I believe a relationship should just be a friendship that kind of blossoms into more. So, like, for, for Caitlin, I would say, you know, have the conversation. Be like, listen, we both seem like we're on the same page. We both want this. We're both a little hesitant. But, like, let's just agree that we're, that nothing's going to change. Like, the only, the only difference is now we can kiss each other and, and such. So, like, other than that, you know, I just kind of go with the flow of things. Like, it's, I think it's the same thing in terms of, like, going from a relationship into being engaged and then into, you know, being married. Like, we've now been engaged for almost seven months I see absolutely no difference between our relationship over the last seven months as it was to the first year of our relationship, other than the fact that she now has a ring on her finger. Like, I don't treat her any differently. I, I call her my fiance instead of my girlfriend now. But it's not like, you know, like all of a sudden, like a switch flipped, and now it's like, okay, now we gotta get into like real serious mode. And then, like, you know, when you go into marriage, I, I don't expect our lives to change all that much. I know we plan on being parents one day, and our lives will change from parenthood, but I don't know how much our lives should change from marriage, so to speak. Um, but I also believe that everything starts somewhere. So, and I, and I would hope, you know, I think, I think the hope is that, you know, all dating relationships start off as friendships first and then build to that. So I think that Caitlin and her friend have that. And I hope that they do pursue things and that it does work out for the both of them. I see we have a question in the queue. Um, let's see. We got, by the way, yeah, so apparently you can ask questions in the queue down here. You can just, like, uh, type it in, and then we'll, it'll pop up here. So from Deadpool, how do me, how, how do I as a guy avoid the, fr avoid the friend zone? <laughs> so uh, the friend zone is a very common theme. I, I know there are plenty of people who don't believe in it. Um, I do believe in it, but I, I, I remember I wrote an article years ago, and I got to pull it up and try to pull some quotes from it. But I, I remember, like, the title of it was something to the effect of, like, the friend zone is like a prison. So you can either serve your time or plan your escape. And, and and what I mean by that is like, if you're in the friend zone, you can sit there and like serve your time in terms of like, you can wait it out and see if they become single and you know, kind of play like the long con and see if that's going to happen. Or you can plan your escape and be like, hey, I, I can't do this. Like, I, I can't just be friends with you. Like, I either need more or I just can't, I can't be like a platonic friend to you. And I see a lot of 
mostly women online like get very upset by that. Like, you know, I hear I thought I had this guy who was a friend and he turned out like to just want more than that. And now he can't be a friend of mine. And that's why, like, you know, we can't trust men who say that they want to be our friends. Like a lot of guys do legitimately want to be friends. And a lot of guys legitimately do want to be friends, become friends. And then like in Caitlyn's situation, like sometimes you catch feelings down the road. I think it's wrong if a guy likes a girl and only becomes friends with her as like a mask to get what he wants in terms of like to ask her out. Like, like if that's like kind of like a prerequisite, I don't know why I can never say that word, to like become her boyfriend or something like that. Then I think it's wrong because then I think he's kind of putting on a front and he's not exactly being authentic with himself. Um, but, you know, there have been times where like I'm just friends with someone and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, like you just look at them in a different light. You're like, oh, like you're you're kind of cute. Like I, I, I could see us dating. I'm, I may or may not act on it, but like I didn't go into it thinking like, okay, I like her. Like, so I'm going to befriend her and then ask her out like to kind of get her guard down and to kind of like get closer to her inner circle and then like kind of make my move. Um, I think that that's wrong. But I also think that there's nothing wrong with if you are friends with someone, you know, and then you, it gets to a point where it's just like it's just too painful to like see them with someone else or, or if it's too painful to just kind of you know be in that situation because I, I feel like a lot of us have – who is this? Yeah, Caitlin. No, I've got plenty of guy friends that are only friends. Yeah, so Caitlin's on board with this. Um, but no, like if you are like a, a guy friend and you just keep hearing that, like, you know, like I know what it's like to be the friend that is, you know, the shoulder to cry on that the, you know, I'm always kind of going to you for, for these things, like going to it. Like I remember there was one girl in my life who, like I remember I wanted to date her and she's sitting there like asking me like how to make out with a guy, asking me, you know, what guys are thinking of. And I'm giving her basically like all of the stuff that I was doing that I'm doing now back then. And like, there's part of me that's like, I legitimately want to help her and I want her to be happy, even if it's not with me. And then there's also part of me that's like, this is fucking torturing me that like, you're asking me, the guy who wants to just take you in his arms, you're asking me how a guy, like how to make out with a guy. And it's just like, oh my God, this is the worst. Um, So... That would be my advice is just kind of, you know, d- decide what it is. Like, you know, can you be their friend? Like, are you legitimately their friend and can you kind of wait it out? Or is it at a point where like, like, no, I just, I can't be just friends with you and then kind of go about that way. Um, but as, as far as being, you know, avoid being the friend, like friend zone, like it's stuff because like you don't, you don't necessarily know when it happens. I feel like it just, it's one of those things where like one day you know, you, you think you're friends and you're still kind of like in the running and then all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh shit, like I'm in the friend zone. And, and it's more of like a, a moment of realization than um than anything else. I, I see your your boy Jake is a Zach, uh, notice me senpai. I, I don't know what senpai means, but uh, I appreciate you for, for being here. Notice me. I got you, man. I got you. Um, So yeah, like I, for me, like I would notice it when like there was, there was a girl that like I, I would find cute and like we'd be dancing at the club or at the bar and then like I'd go in for a kiss or whatever and then she'd like kind of like turn the cheek or something like that and it's like oh <laughs> yeah I'm in the friend zone okay like you only see me that light it's it's fine it is what it is um and then you just kind of go from there and then you just for me it was like I'm cool with just being friends with her but I'm still going to, like for me that was like I'm gonna plan my escape like I'm gonna you know make my move and if it works it, do- it does and if it doesn't it doesn't but you know, it is what it is. So for, for that, I would just try to like 
to avoid being in the friend zone, maybe like if depending on what, what the relationship is between the two of you, like if, if you are if you see that you are that shoulder to cry on kind of thing, you know, maybe find a way to kind of distance yourself from the um like from always being the shoulder to cry on. Like you can be there for like you and you can be supportive, but like say like, hey, you know, listen, like I and maybe that could be like your intro, like, hey, like, you know, like I kinda have feelings for you or like so I I don't necessarily want to be the shoulder to cry on. Like I could be here for you. Um, it's, it's not an easy conversation to have. I would, I would honestly probably talk to other women in your life and just say like, Hey, cause they deal with it a hell of a lot more than, than men do. Um, and like guys can sit there and give advice of what we think we should do. But the reality is that women are the ones dealing with it. So just, I would ask them like, Hey, what's the best way for like a guy to avoid the friend zone? Or when you see a guy is kind of like, like what, what are some signs that, you know, you're kind of grooming him to be in the friend zone, whatever, and then just kind of learn from that. I think that asking questions is is an important part of learning what you don't know rather than just assuming what you don't know. Um, that's why, like, I go, I always say, like, I can give you whatever advice that I can give, that, like, things that I would do and things that I believe in, but I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to have all the answers. And anyone who does claim to have all the answers is full of shit. So if there's something that I, le- that I legitimately just have no idea about, I would say, I don't have no idea. You should ask this person. I had someone DM me the other day about like what they were kind of going through. I point blank said like, hey, this is way above my pay grade. I think that you should, you know, reach out and seek like professional counseling, someone who can legitimately help you and, you know, dig deeper into the, into the deeper issues that are going on. Cause like I'm, you know, kind of uh like iceberg level, you know, help maybe a little bit deeper below the surface level, but like we can't go to, to the bottom of, of the uh, the iceberg here just because like I'm just not qualified for that. I don't have a degree in psychology. I don't have you know masters or doctorates or anything like that. And I'm not going to sit there and portray myself as something that I'm not. Um, so that would probably also be my advice is just to uh, to avoid being in the friend zone. Ask women what you can do to avoid being in the friend zone. Kayla Hunter, some things only certain people can understand or know. Like yeah, like there are a lot. Of, I I've experienced a lot of different things throughout my life mainly in like the dating realm which is why i feel qualified to kind of speak my truth like that's why i don't claim to be an expert on love or dating i can give you the advice of things that i've experienced like everything that i can tell you about single mothers is based on being raised by a single mother and dating you know more than one single mother and just kind of what those experiences were like but i'm not gonna sit there and say this is the all-encompassing knowledge of single mothers um I think that's important. Like, you know, just because you have one experience doesn't necessarily mean that you know every experience. So, like, some of, some life coaches, you know, dating consultants, whatever you want to call them, like, they can go to the coaching and they can go to the classes. But to some degree, I feel like unless you've really experienced that, you you won't fully grasp the, the context of whatever that situation is. Uh, in the meantime, until someone does ask a question, um, tomorrow I'm going to have Kristen Hutchison on the show. She's a bartender and uh, stand-up comedian who I met through the Tea with Gary V show um, has unbelievable energy. I'm mainly going to be talking to her about kind of like things that like bartenders see at a at, at their restaurants and bars and such just kind of like some of the horror stories she's seen some of like the really wholesome moments that she's seen um, some of the warning signs that you know to look out for like I said there's, there's a pretty wide range of topics that I think that we can cover. Also she's a mother so I'd love to talk to her just kind of like about motherhood and, and marriage and, and things like that. Um, Kayla Hunter, can I, can, I mean, if you want to request to join, you can request to join. Absolutely. Um, St- Stephen Doyle, how do you prove to a girl that you want a future with her? 
Great question. You show her. Like, you show her every day. It's it's not like, you know, it's not it's not a one-day fix. It's I think back to the, I don't know, Simon Sinek, I think, kind of gave a speech. It's like, you know, the way, like, if she didn't fall in love with you, like, overnight kind of things, like, she fell in love with you by you doing the little things. So, like, I sit there and think, you know, now... Granted, my my life and work schedule has changed considerably, but like now, like like Shannon and I have similar work schedules, so to say. So like my morning routine, like I get up, I put on tea for the both of us, whatever. Like you know, she usually kind of sleeps until she has to sign on to work, whatever. And I bring my tea into her. Like little gestures like that will will show her whatever. The conversations that you have, like you you can talk about the future with one another, um, and, and you you're kind of like planting the seed that you know I see these things with you or, or not not only that I want these things but that I see these things with you. Um I don't know that I would hit her with that kind of out the gate, but like assuming you've been seeing someone for a little while, like I said, you just drop little hints, or whatever, like, yeah, like yeah, I I you know, can't wait to own a home, whatever, or, you know, like I I'm trying to think it's like I'm not I'm not back in the uh in the dating realm or whatever. So I gotta like think back to the time of like I'm trying to think of, like the things that I would do with Shannon that like also like Shannon and I like we're like a we're like the exception to the rule in that like we knew very very early like so I I, I proposed eleven months into officially dating and like thirteen months after meeting her but we knew two months so we started dating officially August sixteenth or I'm sorry we we met each other August sixteenth we started officially dating October fourteenth and like by Halloween we knew like we knew this was it for one another. Uh, it was just a matter of buying the ring and like putting the time just to kind of make sure like I wasn't kind of getting ahead of myself, which I know I tend to do. Um, but like once I got to, you know, March, you know, when we're sitting there like touring wedding venues and whatnot, like that. So we, we progressed very quickly. Um, but other than that, like, like I said to, uh, to Steven, yeah, I, I would just put in the work every single day. Like that, that's probably the best piece of advice that could be show her that you're going to be reliable and that you are someone that you know she can depend on because I think part of what will show her that you're ready for you is more than just talking. It's action. For me, I want to see action in whatever it is, in friendship, in, in a relationship. Like words are great. You can say, you know, oh, love you. I love you. Or, you know, like, hey, man, you know, love everything you do. I support you. And it's like, cool. Did you buy my book? Cool. Do you watch my live stream? Cool. Do you like my photo? Like. Like, you can say you support me all you want, but if you don't show it, it's, like, it's kind of, like, hollow. Like, my friend opened a restaurant. I was there on, on opening day. Like, opening day. Anna Sitar, my favorite TikTok creator. Like, she launched merchandise. I bought a t-shirt. It actually came in, like, yesterday. Like, things like that. You got to show the action, not just say whatever it is. Um, Darren Franzen, be vulnerable and share things with her. You, oh, you don't share with anyone else. Yeah. Like, like uh, and then Caitlin's commenting. That's what my guy bestie and I do. It's really the best. Like, and that's where like the, like those friendships are are incredible. Like where, where you're really just vulnerable, and that, like that's where I think love grows. Like, so that would probably be another, yeah. Like I, I Darren kind of hit it right on the head. Like, just being vulnerable. Like sh- like really showing your heart to someone. Not like just kind of love bombing them and just saying like you know I would marry you. I'd be a great father. I think you'd be a great mother. Like it's. The quiet moments, the intimate moments where, where like, you're kind of revealing some of the scars that you have, the re- the real deep-rooted insecurities that you have that you don't either – that you don't ever show someone or that, or that you don't like revealing until someone's really kind of gotten close to you. Like, I scare women off or I'm, I'm too much for them. Like, how am I ever going – like, how am I ever going to, you know, 
get married if I can't hold on to a relationship. So like, these are all things that like you have to kind of reveal to them and things that like I've, I've told Shannon, like, you know, yeah, I feel like I just, I scare everyone off. I feel like I felt like the, the test run for a lot of women. Like they, they date me for two months. I'm like a little trial run. Okay. Let me get two months of like, you know, what I can expect from a, from a good boyfriend kind of thing. And then I get bored with you and now I'm on to the next toy. And that's what I felt for a number of years. And then it got, and then Shannon came into my life and she shows me and like, she tells me and she shows me. So it's good that she tells me. It's good that she shows me. But the fact she does both of them is unparalleled. Um, let's get a... So I'm, the only thing I'm worried about bringing Caitlin on is the fact that like I feel like every time I bring a, a guest on, the audio is all messed up. So Caitlin, if you have headphones, um, like put your headphones in. I'll put my headphones in for the uh, for the last few minutes. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to shut it down at 8.30 if I'm going to bring you on. But I'll, I'll let you uh, ask a question and then we'll, uh, and then we'll get going. So just uh, let me know when you got headphones in and then... I'll bring you on and and we can chat some. I really hope this works the first time because every time I bring a guest on, something's messed up. Caitlin? Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing spectacular. I just want to say that I love your TikTok videos. And I found you on my For You page with your relationship truth pills. And I then went and watched all of them one right after the other. Uh, So, like, the, the fun fact about that, like... The first one that I ever did was at work and like we were, we were obviously dead otherwise I wouldn't be doing it at work. And I remember I had to go through so many different takes because I just did it all in one shot. And like I think one of my coworkers like when she like knocked on the door like she saw my phone propped up and she was like what's, what's going on in here? <laughs> so I'm like oh god this is why I, shouldn't, is be on, this is why I shouldn't be on TikTok. And then, um, <laughs> and then eventually it took off and I'm like screw it I'm just going to make a series out of this. But I appreciate like you. Yeah. You follow me on TikTok here. Like, I, I really appreciate it. I do, because literally your advice is the greatest. Like, <laughs> you just give such great advice. I try to give very and practical and logical advice. That's You do, yeah. which is, like, and I, like, have standards for my own relationships where it's, like, communication, trust, honesty, respect. Like, it's all, like, a big thing for me, which is actually why I broke up with my ex-boyfriend was because he didn't want to communicate with me. He was actively not doing it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Goodbye. Like I love you. I probably always will, but I'm not I can't dealing this. with this bullshit. Like, and the fact, good on you for even real one realizing that, and then two, you know, having the guts to kind of take action. Because oh my god, besties in the in the chat now. Is that Martinator? M- Martinator. Hi, Martin. <laughs> Wait, is this Martin that we were talking about earlier? This is the, this is the guy best friend. Okay, what's going on, Martinator? So, uh, so again, what what can we? Uh, hey, babe. Hey, baby. Hey. Mar- Marnator, man, you, you better treat her right. Like, we, we hear very good things about you. We're going to hold you to a high standard. We've been talking about you. All very good things, though. Like, so that's the good thing. I like, knew right? I knew that if I was re- accepted, he would be notified and he would hop on you. Oh, because oh, like I forgot, second. like, what it shows that, uh... Like, it shows it you... to the other person. Ah. <laughs> yeah. saying yes, something, uh, corporate, saying... Hey. So right. yeah. So, uh, so did you did you have a question or were just jumping on? I know. Say, I just wanted to say oh, hi and uh, hi to Shannon if she can hear us if she's in the Sh- room. Or Shannon's whatever. watching the office in the other room. Uh, something corporate. Did you move the live from TikTok to Instagram? Yeah. So that was always the plan. The only reason I did it much sooner than expected. We, he wanted to build a following and then he wanted to move to Instagram and to I, be able to invite people on like this. Correct. So, and answer questions. Uh, and the thing is, like, I knew, like, when I got the note, so I was planning, thinking, like, you know, maybe July or so, like, I would move to Instagram because, you know, I was starting to kind of build, like, I was noticing, like, you know, the active viewers would be, you know, 
10, 15, 20, 22. So I'm like, it was building up there. And then I'm like, okay, hopefully by July, we're in maybe like the fifties or so. Um, and then when the whole tea with Gary V announcement happened, like I've watched the show enough to know that like, they'll put, and your then ha- you sort of moved over. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew like they're going to, they're going to put my handle on there. And a lot of people are going to be going to my Instagram, not so much my TikTok. So I'm like, this is the perfect time to move. So I moved it for that Monday and then I wound up getting pushed to Tuesday because I'm like, screw it. My first Instagram chat's going to be on Monday. And then, you know, Tuesday will be, Tuesday morning will be my Gary V appearance. And then Tuesday night will be the first show with a guest and whatnot. So it's, they're just kind of taking it all day by day. You know, Gary V is a big proponent of like documenting the journey, so to speak. So like, this is like, I, I kind of love this whole, like, like the chats where like with Dustin, where it's like, Hey, I can't figure out the audio. And then like Friday when the chat just wouldn't go live at all. And I'm like, fuck, like I'm sitting there like trying to think like, I'm yeah, be consistent with it. But I've also put a lot of thought into like, eventually quarantine will be over. Eventually I will be back to like actual work. And then it's like, well shit now, now what? Like, cause my normal life does not, you know, blend well to doing a chat every weekday at eight o'clock. So I'm like, do I move to a weekly chat? Do I just change the time? Um, that's also why like my goal is to get to like being able to do this on my own to where like, I can budget that time to be like, hey, I'll work nine to five, but at eight o'clock, I'm still going to do this chat or whatever or, or something. Um, yeah. See, Darren, why do, why do guys think catfishing is so ramp? Why do guys, why do you guys think catfishing is so rampant? Sucks and so sad. I feel like it should be illegal. So, I mean, I don't know if you're on apps I or anything. I don't know. Um, or do you, do you Me find personally, that- no. I, I, I know that it's a thing. I know that it happens a lot. I don't understand why people would do it personally. Like, I just think it's the stupidest thing. I've heard stories from friends and other people where they've been catfished. I'm like, it's so stupid. I don't know why it's a thing. I don't get it. My logic has always been like, that you do realize that eventually, like, if you do want to meet this person, they're going to like, see they're, you they're and gonna they're, they're going to put two and two together and realize that you are not who you're portraying to be. And like, do you think that's going to go well? Like, unless you look a lot no. better... Then your pictures, which usually isn't the case, but also I think even in that case, because like, catfishing is you use pictures that look better than you, and then like yeah, then you're not, and I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. Thankfully, I've never been catfished like legitimately yeah. when I was on dating. Like apps. if I like, were, I just I'd use my best pictures, yes, but I wouldn't use pictures that aren't myself. Yeah, like, like I just personally don't get it. My my closest experience to catfishing was one of those like I fell for the uh, the the angles uh, thing, like you know, I guess like certain angles hide certain features and this, that, and the other thing. And like, it was one of those, when I met her, I'm like, Oh, like you're, you're clearly you just not the you that I was expecting. And like, like she was nice, but like, there was definitely part of me that was like kind of off put by that, that it's like, I know you're trying to present the best version of yourself, but I feel like, you know, throwing in like one picture would have like, that like truly represents who you are would have helped. But you know, I get sucked into watching the show every time. I haven't watched <laughs> Catfish in years just because, like, I find, um, who is it, Max? Like, whoever the one, like, he always has, this, like, this tiny-ass camera, and I feel like he's just sitting there, like, yeah, man, this is really interesting stuff. And it's like, bro, like, like nobody's here Martin, for you. it's not we're okay. We're here for Neve. Like, we're here for Neve and the weird catfishes. Like, like, that's it. Like, no one's here to see you. Ma- yeah, right here. Mac, Max, it's Max, yeah. Um... <laughs> Your boy, Martin, Martin was asking why he thinks why it's cheating and rampant. It's just okay. It's not. It's not okay at all. It's no like awful. 
I think that, like, I, I know disagree. I've said on, uh, I don't know if it was a TikTok chat or whatever, like, I think that there are various degrees of cheating, like, and I do think, like, and I, I don't think all cheating is equal. I think it's all bad, no. but I don't think that it's all equal. Like, well, like, like, sleeping with someone for months is not the same as I got drunk and I kissed someone else. Yeah. It's not. Like, they're both and bad. Then there's the, they're both a violation of Then there's of the lifelong debate of, is flirting cheating or not? <laughs> Well, um, and I'm like, like, I mean, once yeah, like, cheat, always. It's a, I mean, it's definitely emotional cheating. Uh, I think if you're doing it intentionally, it's cheating. Like, if you, yeah, because like there's times I, like I've, I've been told that I've led people on because I tend to be naturally flirty to the extent of that's just how I am. Like I do it with everyone. I even do it with my own female friends, friends. and it's like no, like, <laughs> no, it's not. And I've even told my friend, that's like, if I actually like you in that way, I cannot flirt with you at all. Yeah, because so. now I'm, like, I'm going to be, like, in my own head of, like, <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to be myself. Like, I got to be yeah. something else. Um, it's but no, all like, about intention. Yeah. Like, and no, it's not okay. And I've always led the belief, like, if I were to catch feelings or to have feelings for someone else, while in a current relationship, I would obviously talk to my partner and then also do the... Um, I wouldn't stay with my partner if I wanted to be, I wouldn't cheat. Like, it's just, it ends up hurting you, your partner, and the person that you're with, and just, it's a big yeah, mess just, yeah, yeah, like, if you know, like, if you're at the point where you know, like, you're thinking of going somewhere else, like, you're going, you're going to go astray, like, yeah, either go, or, like, you know, tell your partner, like, hey, like, my eyes are wandering, like, you, like, so obviously I'm not getting something out of this relationship, whether it's a physical satisfaction uh, of sex or like just physical touch of like, like there's no intimacy in our relationship. There's no communication. Then this person talks to me and asks me about my feelings. Like you need to step up because the fact that my eyes are wandering is not making me comfortable. And I want to be honest with you. Like, I don't want to cheat. I also don't want to break up, but like something's wrong here and we need to fix it. Uh, I saw someone asking what is, uh, something, uh, once a cheater, always a cheater or no, no. Because no, you. If I cheat when I'm 19, like it, now that I'm 31, does that mean I'm still a cheater? Oh, Zachio still cheated when he was 19. Like no, no. Because it all depends on like the age and everything too. Because like when again when you're 19, you're not as mature as you are when you're 31. So it's going to be a completely different mindset. You're going to have learned over the years, you know, different things. So like no, I don't believe one's a cheater, always a cheater. Would I date a cheater who just got out of a relationship? Probably not because they are still have that mindset. No, but yeah. they can change. I believe they can change. They just don't change overnight. Yes. So I, I think it's one of the, yeah, like you said, you kind of put them on on a hiatus of like yeah, we'll we'll see. Like in that case, like if I was seeing someone who like you said just got out of a relationship because they cheated, I would probably keep my arm like you know, definitely up and and I would even kind of be point blank and just say hey, I'm not gonna lie. Like they're like. I know you got out of your relationship because you cheated. I appreciate you admitting either whether they admitted that to me or whether I know it. And like if, if they admitted it to me, I would just say like, you know, I really appreciate it. And if they didn't tell me, but I knew, then I would just call them out on it and say like, listen, I like you, but I, I, I need to, like there, there's trust that needs to be built before that happens. Like I've, I've always said like, I, I trust first until you give me a reason not to trust you. But like, I feel yeah. like that's, that's one of those exceptions where before we, meet or before we start this up like there's trust that needs to be built and and repaired before agreed. we go anywhere agreed agreed um, definitely do you where uh, where's this 
I think people cheat on purpose. Sometimes they have an easy way out of the relationship. Yeah, because some people can't, like, they don't want to have yeah. that conversation. Of they the, don't want to have that conversation. And relationships are going to go through tough. Thing. It's awkward They're to break go up with someone. Like, spots. Yeah, that too. Like, it's it's awkward to break up with people, but also I believe that if relationships are going to go through tough spots anyways, you're going to have to have difficult conversations no matter what. Yeah. So it's just another difficult conversation. It's just not a topic you don't want to talk about. Yeah, and and so. just from my experience, like I think that healthy communication, healthy and constant communication is what can keep, you know, a a bump in the road, kind of, so to speak, whatever, from becoming like a problem and, and a massive pothole. Yeah. Like, some people sit there and think, like, you know, oh, we have to have this difficult conversation. And it's like, well, if you talked about this four months ago, then it wouldn't be a big issue. But neither way, yes. you both wanted yes. to ignore it and act like it didn't happen or it wasn't a problem or wasn't an issue. My my ex and I had a thing where I basically, we, we had a thing and I was, I was the one at fault. I admitted that. I don't want to really talk about what ha- no, happened, fine. but I was the one at fault. I admitted that right off the bat. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know what's the one in the, in the wrong, everything going on. And he comes back a couple of days later after, you know, ghosting me and everything. And he was like, I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to make it worse. And I was like, Haha, that's nice. <laughs> Red flag right there. Yeah. Like any conversation can be broached. But like, like I said, if it's one of those like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Like we could talk about like, let's get to know each other a little bit better. Because like I said, like when I started dating people, like I'm not going to sit there and you know, roll, like, you know, all double-barreled baggage of just, like, yeah, dated a single mother for two years, depression for two years, like, like, here's all my trauma, like, all out the gate, like, there's certain things that, like, you know, if they ask, like, you know, what does your tattoo mean, like, it's personal, like, you know, but eventually I'll get yeah. to the point where, like, yeah, I'll tell you, I might not tell you on the first date, but we can talk about certain things. Yeah. Um, how yeah. do you know when someone's intentions are pure? How do you know when they aren't putting on a facade? Something eerily similar of like, how do you know when like someone's, I think it was like, like how do you know when someone's telling the truth is what someone asked me. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what they're telling, like what, like what truth are they I telling? I love you, Martin. Like, is, are they telling you, like if they say like, no, I'm not married. Like, or is are they saying like, you know, I, yes, like, I actually, there are physical tells go, that people do when they're lying. Edu- I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head. Like you look I'm away, trying to remember you look exactly down. what it's a, I know that there's something with the eyes. I think it's they look up and to the left yeah. because that's the logical side of the brain. And so you're creating the lie in your head as you're doing it. Oh, God. And I, I think do that's that all something the time. Like, <laughs> I'm realizing, like, on my Like, I'm the person who is like, I'll look up and I'm like looking up and it's like I'm thinking and it's like, oh, I'm not lying. I promise. Like, they'll have like a. So people have tells that they do. And once you find that tell, you're like, up, oh, you're lying. I can tell. Okay. I, I trust first. Um, I think, you, like you said, you try to look for whatever tells you can. Like, if there's any, you know, if, if it's something that they're saying that, that can be fact-checked, whatever, like, if they say, you know, yeah, no, I'm not married, and if for some reason you think that they are, like, I'm sure you can find a way to look up if they're married or not. Um, if they're saying, like, you know, yes, no, I work for this company, like, I'm sure there's ways of finding that out. But if it's just saying, like, yes, I love you, like, there's no way of like really knowing that for sure. You just kind of have to take them at their word. I feel like um, this, but this is something that I feel like would be, you know, for like a, a fully certified like dating consultant or or like you know, family therapist or something like that. Or he, you, that, that could probably answer that question better than I can. For me, like I just kind of, like I said, I, I trust first, which is also why you can lead to getting hurt. But yeah, Shannon just joined. Hi, me. Danny. Oh, Danny. Danny. Danny just joined us too. Oh, great. She gets, to, <laughs> she gets to call me out of my book. 
No. Martin is getting deep up in this beat. Yeah, I got it. So, Martin is oh he does. Martin always asks like the most difficult questions and I'm like, I don't know, man, you can't do this to me. Well that's a good thing though. Like it is. Uh something when is when is a good time to eventually I'm, unleash the baggage? Um when you feel comfortable with that. Like so Hi Danny. I, I remember like a first day, like right up the street with someone, like we matched on Bumble, like and it was a situation where she was just like like the her first message was just like you look so goddamn sexy in that like picture right? so i'm sitting there thinking like oh this is gonna be a hookup like great awesome and then we got together for a first date we talked about everything she had a kid i know I talked about you're good you're politics good. like every, like you any, everything that you're not supposed to talk about on the first date we talked about in detail and it wound up being like the it's second just, best relationship that i've ever been in next to Chad. yeah like sometimes you just click with people and it's yeah. like you like you're comfortable with them and like you're okay with sharing this with them because martin and i clicked and we've we've shared like personal stories together and yeah. it's like because i'm i'm feel vulnerable i can tell things to him i trust him with my life so and that's and like I said, you have that comfortability like some there are some first dates and some instances where like you can tell this is very like interview-esque of like we're still kind of feeling each other out like some people just hit it like Shannon and I hit it off immediately like instant chemistry and connection and sometimes like there's just it's just not there and like for those people like you don't unload it you wait till things are a little bit more like in that situation I would wait until things are a little bit more stable and steady and then say hey here are some things that I kind of wanted to to talk about um or things that things that you should know about me um Martin how do you forgive yourself for mistakes you have made in the past this can or can't deal with relationships it's a great question. Um, yeah, so I guess that's why Ryan was saying Martin's getting deep in this. Like, yes, this Ryan, is this is Martin getting being Martin and being deep. So, for my answer, like, how do you forgive yourself? Like, you just remember that you're human. Like, we fuck up. Like, that's nobody true. in this life is perfect. Like, no one is going to live and die with a absolute perfect life, blemish free, no wrongs done, no feelings hurt. Like, it's just not going to happen. I think as long as you, if you didn't do anything malicious then I think you have nothing to worry about just because it's like, hey, like if if you accidentally led someone on and they're like, hey, man, you kind of broke my heart, like, and you knew you didn't mean to, like, you definitely got to give yourself a break. But if you did cause someone malicious harm, then put the work in to rehabilitate. And, like, if you were physically abusive to someone, you know, yeah. go get, if you go get help and say, hey, I fucked up, I'm, you know, obviously not right in the head. Yeah. You know, I need to get these things worked out. And then years later, you know, you're all good to go. I feel like, you know, it's not like it won't forget what you did, but like you can move on from it. So I think that's a really important yes. thing is that people don't realize that we're human and mistakes are going to happen. No, I mean, it, it's like there's part of that that's that's good in that, like, you know, you're self-aware and you can hold yourself accountable. But also like you be, you need to find that balance of like holding yourself accountable and not just beating yourself up for everything. Right? How do, trust issues. How do you get over trust issues that stem from people in your past who have hurt you? Um by rem- this is another common question that I get all the time. Like, yeah, you can't have people. You can't let people in your present and in your future pay for sins of people of your past. Like exes who have hurt yeah. me. Like, yeah, exes hurt me. But like, I like, when I met Shannon, like I was you know emotionally hurt and emotionally unavailable and whatnot. And like, I need to heal. But like, I'm not gonna sit there and tell her like, you know, these two girls, like <laughs> Martin, you're great. I'll stop. No, you're good, man. He's like, I'll stop now. No, we're fu- you're fine, Martin. Like you, 
Because I, I, I personally about try this. to have trust until proven otherwise. Like if you don't give me a reason not to trust you, that's it. And if you give me a reason not to trust you, then then we're gonna have problems. Yeah, either like then I can be either like one one and done. Oh, it ended like, at eight. Okay. Like you you can have a like a one and done situation of like, hey, I'm gonna give you my full trust, but depending on what you do to violate that trust, like you may be like now on you know last notice, or I might just cut you off completely and be like. I will yeah. now never trust you. Depending on what it is, yeah. you have now violated my trust and I don't see you getting that back. Like at least it's, or or it's going to take years of rehabilitation to get that. Um but yeah, like so many people I I know I dealt with it a lot in terms of, you know, women, oh, you know, my last three boyfriends cheated on me. So how what's going to be the difference between you? Cuz I'm not them. Yeah. That's it's like that's that. that's it. Like I'm not them. So I'm like I'm sorry you went through that. I, can, I, I know I can't show you right now that, you know, if we're together two years from now, then I'm not going to cheat on you two years from now. But, like, like I'm also not them. I don't think that it's fair that you're making me pay for what Agreed. Matthew and Jeffrey did to you. Like, that's, I think, I don't think that's, and that's what, like, I try to remind myself of just, like, you know, flipping the script. Like, what situation would you want to be in if the roles were reversed? So that's why I sit there and think, like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and make Shannon pay for what my exes did to me or any of anything that was done to me in the past. Like that's for me, like why I hate seeing online this, like, uh, like all men are trash or whatever, or like, you know, men are the worst. And like, and then people will get mad at men for saying like, Hi, Danielle. Well, all men like, um, yes, and it's yes. like, well, if it's not, if it doesn't apply to you, then it's not about you kind of thing. Or like you're saying all men we, are trash. We so, all stereotype. Because we, we all stereotype. We're all going to make assumptions based off of appearance, gender, race, whatever. Because we just do it naturally. We've been conditioned to do it. Mm-hmm. So I've been told that the first thought that pops into your head, you can't control it. It's going to happen. You're going to think that thought. And then the, what you think after that is like the true personality that you have. So it's like, so it's like, all men are trash. No, but not all men. Like, yeah. sort of thing. Like, I'm a full-blooded so Italian. Like, I don't eat fish. Like, so the whole seven fishes thing? No. Like, I, I don't no. smoke cigars. I don't, like, almost, like, Shannon was telling me the other day, like, you're the worst Italian ever. And I'm like, yeah, to a degree. But yeah. Caitlin, I, I appreciate you jumping on here. If you're around Friday, jump on again. We can we can chop it up some more and we'll, uh, yeah. and we'll talk some more. If you guys have any questions, you yeah. know where my DMs are. Just slide right in and uh, I will see everybody back here on Friday. All right. Oh, I'll, see, I'll see you tomorrow and then, you know, we'll have no guests on Friday and then you know, we can hopefully have another one of these sessions. But Chris and Hutchinson's back on tomorrow, and I'm here Friday, just me and hopefully y'all people. So I'll see you then. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. Right. Peace. Good night, everybody.